So my friends, um, today in our gospel, our Lord, in giving these um, examples of the two sons, this is one of the parables of our Lord that it's not that hard to, to interpret, right? It's, pretty, it's a pretty straightforward thing. Sometimes with the parables, like, oh yeah, like there's a lot of depth of meaning here. Uh, this one's pretty straightforward. Like, um, one son said, the father said, go work in the vineyard. And one is like, all right, I'm on my way, and did nothing, didn't go. And the other said, no, I'm not going, but then did. And so when our Lord's like, okay, so who did the Father's will? It's not that hard to figure it out. We don't, we're not really left with um, scratching our heads. But what it teaches us is uh, a principle that we know in, um, philosophically and just in how we live our lives is that if we really want um, the end, if we really want the uh, desired outcome, then we need to will the means. To will the end, we need to will the means. We also do have uh, still a free seat up here on the um, St. Joseph side in the second row. So we do have a a free seat up there. But um, if we want to will the ends, we have to will the means. And so what that means is that if I want to do something, I can't just say, well, I want to do it and um, la-di-da. I have to actually like decide to, right? So I want to... um, I want to shed some pounds. Well, I'm, what am I going to do? I'm going to keep eating exactly what I eat, and I'm going to ha- do no exercise at all. Oh, but I really want to lose some weight. Like, no, I don't. If I really want to do it, if I really want it, then I need to will the means. It means that I need to really, okay, I'm going to decide that I'm going um, to change my um, diet a little bit. I'm going to exercise a little bit more. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change some of those, those factors in my life. And so to will the end, you have to will the means. I think that there's a lot of us um, that when it comes to actually achieving holiness, we have that same kind of thing like I would have for losing weight, which is that I want to be holy, um, but I don't go about actually taking the very deliberate practical steps I can take. I don't, I don't make the small or large changes in my life that I say I want to be holy. I say I want to be in a right relationship with the Lord, um, but I don't practically do what I need to do. I'm desiring the end, but I'm not actually willing it because I'm not willing the means. And so we have to be very practical about this. We have to be very deliberate about when we say we want to grow in holiness, do I actually want it? And if I do, then I got to take the steps I have to take. If I actually want a relationship with our Lord, then I have to talk to him in my times of prayer, right? Um, I have to get to know him. And so we have to decide that we're going to very practically take time for prayer. Otherwise, we really don't want to grow in holiness. And we should stop being like the the second son saying, yeah, I want this, but uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do anything about it. Right? Coming to Mass is like a good, this is, um, the Mass is the best thing we could do. What can I do to grow in holiness? Go to Mass. But the Mass is uh, referred to as the source and the summit of the Christian life. So it's a summit. It's the best thing we could do. But it's still, it's also the source. Which means that all the other things we do have to flow from the Mass. And that implies that we're doing other things. Right? So we have to take time for daily prayer. Um, any of those aspects of sinfulness uh, that we have in our lives, we have, to, we have to get rid of them. 
we have to, um, you know, I'm, I'm always so impressed. Um, people that struggle um, or experience alcoholism who, um, like, uh, I remember reading um, the story of, of a famous uh, celebrity who, in his uh, battle with drinking, uh, said that, look, if there was any alcohol in the place where he was staying, he would just, every night, he would dump it down the drain, right? If somebody brought something over to the house for dinner, he wouldn't partake of it, but then at the end of the night, when everyone had left, he would dump it all down the drain, because he knew what could happen if he left it there. Here's somebody that didn't just will the end of being sober, uh, that he actually willed the means by taking very deliberate, practical steps. And that's a, a tenant in AA, is nothing changes till something changes, right? Nothing is going to change about our lives until something actually changes, until we actually take practical steps to make change in our life. If we want to overcome sinfulness and if we want to grow in holiness, we have to take the practical steps, each and every one of us. We can't just say it. We have to do it. We have to love as in deeds and not just in sweet words, right? That's a saying of St. Jose Maria I use a lot because um, we have to do that. And the example for this in our life is our Lord, um, that our Lord did this. This is how he acted. We read from that first, uh, from the letter to the Philippians, have in you the same attitude that was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus wanted to redeem us. God wanted to redeem us to himself. And he could have done it any way he wanted. But in the way that it was most, St. Thomas Aquinas says, the most, the most fitting way is this, that he became one of us. He became incarnate. God became man. And then he died for us. And he was obedient even to the point of death. Death on a cross. And so he knew what he wanted to do and he did it. And when we read about our Lord in all of the stories in the Gospels, we see our Lord has a single-minded purpose. He knows what he's doing and he does it. And nothing gets in the way of that. And every time, like, the apostles don't understand, he needs to correct them. It's not like, uh, and when people are leaving after the Bread of Life discourse, they all start leaving. And he doesn't like, oh, no, okay, we'll change it so we could, you know, uh, pander to the crowd. No, he's, we, this is what I am doing. I'm instituting the Eucharist. Unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you do not have life in you. Our Lord had a single-minded purpose. He knew what he was about. About midway through Luke's gospel, there's the line that Jesus resolutely set his face toward Jerusalem. And that, so he knows where he's going and he knows what's going to happen there. And he is resolute about it. He is going to die for us. Have the same mind in you, have the same attitude that was also in Christ Jesus. And so we need to follow the example of our Lord as best we can with our frail humanity, that we need to resolve, set our face toward the heavenly Jerusalem. I want to be a saint, and so I'm going to take the very deliberate, practical steps. I read, um, sometime during the pandemic, I read the biography of Bill Belichick, and uh, there's an example, whether you like him or hate him, here is somebody who to is totally devoted to football. He is just night and day just thinking about football and planning and strategizing and studying and trying to get ahead in whatever little way possible. Um, some people would say even if it's not allowed, whatever, um, that Bill Belichick was all about 
He wanted to be the best. And I think many people would say he is one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. Um, but that's just single-minded devotion. How is it that we, who want to go to heaven, who have as our ideal God himself, trying to have his same attitude, don't give the same effort that somebody gives to ringing, winning a trophy and some rings, right? How is it that we don't give the same dedication and effort? We should be entirely about, I want to be a saint and a great saint. I want to give everything I have for our Lord. I want my picture hung in churches one day and to be can, a canonized saint, not out of pride, but out of a desire to be great. I want to be great in the service of God. This upcoming week, we're going to celebrate St. Therese um, and St. Therese of the Child Jesus, who wanted to be one of the greatest saints ever. Um, and her feast day is going to be on Thursday if you're able to come to the morning mass that day. Um, and she did do it. She did it in the little ways, in the, in the smaller ways. And look, this little nun who died in her early 20s in northern France, like there's pretty much a picture of a statue of her in every church throughout the world. Um, and all she did was love God with heroic generosity, but in the daily stuff. She never really left uh, her convent once she became a nun. She just loved God in the little things there. My friends, we have to want holiness. We have to not just desire in a, in a speculative way the end, the goal. We have to really choose the means, and we have to be dedicated to it. And if we do that, if we really dedicate ourselves to heroic sanctity, it's just starting with, obviously, coming to Mass, times of prayer, little sacrifices, getting rid of those occasions of sin in our lives, um, and really being dedicated every day about it. The wonders that God can work in our own souls and in the life of the church through us are, can be incredible. And so today, um, let's have and resolve to have that same attitude that was in our Lord, in imitation of Him, to set our faces Toward the heavenly, to the heavenly Jerusalem and resolve that nothing will stop us from achieving the great uh, call that we receive, the call to tremendous holiness.